Alright, okay, okay, what is up everybody, it's LJ Talks Facts right here, gonna spit some facts, like always of course, good morning actually, it's a quarter to eight in the morning, just woke up a little while ago, I'm a little bit tired, but I thought I'd just do this episode for you guys right here and give you my Stanley Cup qualifying predictions. Alright, so hockey's officially back tomorrow, been waiting for this for a long time, we know basketball restarts, uh, well we started yesterday, so that was pretty cool. You know, baseball's been restarted, like, a week ago. You know, and, like, good news with hockey, like, there been no, you know, COVID-positive tests at all. That was a couple days ago, like, on, uh, I think, Tuesday, I got a notification on the NHL app and said, no positive tests at all, everybody's fine. Same with basketball, too, like, got that notification as well, and everybody's fine, so that's good, you know, that's working with the NBA and the NHL with the bubble, Sadly, it's not really working with baseball. There's been a few positive tests. Well, not really a few because the Marlins had a lot. And the Phillies had a couple. We've seen a couple, you know, here and there with other organizations in baseball. But NHL and NBA doing the right thing with the bubble. Just nothing's nothing's happened. No positive tests at all. You know, believe me, I miss hockey for a long time. Just like everybody else, like hockey is my favorite sport. You know, it's easily my favorite sport. I missed it, like, you know, so much. After four long months, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, believe me, I was scared to death without hockey for four months. Or just sports in general. We thought it was going to get canceled. It's like, oh, it's just a waste of a season. But they weren't going to do that. So, let's get right into my predictions. So, the top four seeds in each conference are playing each other in a, in, a, in games for, like, seeding, you know, purposes. And then we get to the qualifying rounds. So it's like the seeding round robin for the top four teams in the conference. So I'm not going to like predict who's going to win those games. I'm going to predict like where these teams are going to seed. So we'll start with the East. And we got the Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers. So I believe the Bruins will, will be first. Will be the first seed in the Eastern Conference. I believe the Capitals will be the second seed in the Eastern Conference. The Lightning will be third. And the Flyers will be fourth. So the Flyers and Bruins will stay where they're at. The Flyers are fourth, and the Bruins are first. And I believe the Capitals will move up to second, and the Lightning will fall to third. So in the Western Conference, top four teams are the defending Stanley Cup champions, the St. Louis Blues. Second is the Colorado Avalanche. Third is the Vegas Golden Knights. And fourth is the Dallas Stars. So I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say the Avalanche are going to finish first in the Western Conference. Well, the Blues will finish second, and Vegas will stay at third, and Dallas will stay at fourth. All right, so here come our predictions right here now for the qualifying rounds. This is going to be interesting. Some pretty good playoff rounds. Not going to lie, our qualifying rounds for the playoffs. We'll start with the West. So we got the Edmonton Oilers versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, I mean, the Blackhawks, the last couple years, they've been a miserable hockey team. They still have the talent, but, you know, goaltending-wise, they haven't been, you know, really bad. You know, with Corey Crawford, you know, not being the guy anymore when he used to really be the guy for the Blackhawks. And like I said, the Blackhawks still have that offensive talent. I mean, I really want to say the Blackhawks because, you know, they really do come up big in these situations. They still got the team. They just don't have goaltending. That's been their problem. They traded away Leonard to the Golden Knights. So, I mean, like, that really hurt them right there. They could have needed him for this against Edmonton. But um, I am going to go with Edmonton. 
I'll say Edmonton in four. You know, Blackhawks don't win. They'll get one win over them. But, you know, Edmonton, you know, they got the crazy, crazy talent. You know, Connor McJesus and Leon Dreisaitl. You know, the Blackhawks, they got Tabes and Kane. You know, it's going to be a good playoff series. You're going to see a lot of action, but I believe the Oilers, they got the better team. They seriously do. I'm not saying... You know, I mean, to be honest, I would take Tabes and Kane over McDavid and Dreisaitl. I know that's crazy to say, but come on. I go with the OGs, in my opinion. That's just who I am. But I love Connor McJesus, you know. You know, Connor McDavid. You know, he's he's a special talent. I swear, like, you know, Edmonton, they get that special talent. You know, they had that special talent in Wayne Gretzky, and now you got it in Connor McDavid. I, I mean, do I think he'll be an oiler for life? Well, Gretzky wasn't. But will McDavid? Time will tell. You know, I kind of hope he does because I can't really see him with another team right now. It's kind of weird seeing Gretzky on the Kings and then the Blues and then the Rangers. So that was kind of pretty. That was kind of weird to see that happen. It was kind of weird to see them trade him away back then. It just didn't make sense. Nah, but you know, this is going to be a good playoff series. Like, this one's going to be, like, definitely up there. We're going to see a lot of action. There'll be a lot of offense this series. You know, I mean, don't sleep on the Blackhawks, though. They're basically like the dark horse, like, you know, in the West, in my opinion. Even still with that, with that talent, they still, you know, are a dark horse right there. They've just been really struggling the last couple of years. They got rid of Joe Quenville. You know, he's coaching the Panthers now, you know. It's a whole new, it's a whole new, you know, thing down there now with Chicago. After they fired him, I was like, damn, and I actually liked him. I like Joe Quenville. Probably one of the best coaches of all time. But, you know, you're going to see a lot of action this series. But Edmonton and four. Okay, next series we got the Nashville Predators and the Arizona Coyotes. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with Coyotes in five. I'm gonna go with Coyotes in five. I like them a little bit better than Nashville, even though Nashville is the better team on paper right now. You know, you know they're better in the standings than the Coyotes, obviously. And ever since the Coyotes traded for Taylor Hall, they really haven't been the same team. So. Maybe Taylor Hall was the problem out there in Jersey when the Devils traded him. Maybe he was a problem out there. And I don't think Taylor Hall signed an extension with the Coyotes. I believe he is a free agent next year or after the season. No, but I think the Coyotes, I like them a little bit better in this series. So I'm going to go with them in five. And it's make or break for Nashville because, you know, they've had a lot of chances in the playoffs, especially being in the Stanley Cup a couple years ago and losing in six. They gave the Penguins a run for their money, just like the Sharks did a year ago before that. But I I like Arizona just a little bit better. I feel like they're going to step up, and I like their goaltending too. I really like their goaltending as well, the Coyotes. So uh, I'm going to go with them in five. You know, and, and game five would... Net, well, it doesn't matter who has home advantage or doesn't have home advantage. It doesn't matter at all, but... <laughs> it's, it's all, they're all in a bubble. You know, they're all in three hub cities, you know, in Vancouver, Edmonton, and uh, Toronto. But, you know, yeah, I'm going with... I'm going with Arizona in five. You know, a lot of people may not think that, but... Look at the talent Arizona has. They have a good team. And they have good goaltending. So that's what's going to be the key right there is their goaltending... If their goaltending stays hot, and then all they need is their offense to get a couple goals a game, 
they'll win that series. Simple as that. All right, so next series we got the Canucks and the Wild. Now, the Canucks, my goodness, do they have a lot of great talent. You got Pedersen, Besser, uh, Quinn Hughes. Like, this team is stacked. This team's going to be a super team in the future. You know, all these three guys are young. They are going to be a fucking super team. You know, ever since, like, the Sedins have left, you know, even though, like, in the last years of Sedins, the Canucks were falling off. You know, I really felt bad when they lost the Stanley Cup in 2011. They lost that in seven games. But they are so fucking talented now. They have, like, just crazy talent. Besser is amazing. Patterson's amazing. Hughes is amazing. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, this team is just is just stacked with talent. You know? I mean, the Wild, it's like... The Wild still have a good team. They just... Every time it comes down to the playoffs, they can't get it done. And they have good talent that just can't, you know, can't win. But I'm going to go with Vancouver in three. I believe they're going to sweep Minnesota. And that's my first sweep prediction right there. Might be my only one. Um, well, maybe not, but still. Vancouver, I mean, just look at that team right there. Like, you just see all of that talent, all that offense. It's like, what the fuck? It's crazy. You know, after the last couple years of being miserable and miserable, now it's like, now they're back on top. This team could eventually win a Stanley Cup. And they really should with the talent. Because Besser, Patterson, Hughes, it's like, just watching these guys play, it's just like magic. It's like magic on the ice. It's beautiful. It's like, it's like art. It's just beautiful. But yeah, I'm going with Vancouver in three. So Vancouver will get a sweep. So now we get to our last qualifying round in the West. I'm going to go with Fl- it, um. It's Flames and Jets. Now, this is going to be a really good battle. This is going to be some battle because these two teams are, you know, hungry and jockeying for position right here. This is, this might be the best matchup in the Western Conference, in my opinion. And I'm going to go with Jets in five. It's going to be a really good series. It's going to be a long series. That's why I'm going with Jets in five. It's not going to end in three. It's not going to end in four. It's not going to be a quick series. Nope. Every game, I believe, is going to be close. There's going to be no blowouts. It's just going to be played close. That's how it's going to be. And I'm going to go with Jets in five. You know, I like the Jets. I like the Jets team better than the Flames, to be honest, with Line A, Hellebuck, you know, Connor. I like this team a whole lot better than the Flames. You know, and it's the Line A's kind of win, too. I mean, we know he's still young, but, you know. The Jets, you know, that's their franchise guy right there. You don't want to eventually lose him in the future. You have to win. You just have to win right there. And when Lionel's on, he's on. You know, except when he has like his Fortnite addiction. That was, that was fucking crazy though. How he had a Fortnite addiction. I'm pretty sure you mean. I don't know if he was playing that during quarantine the whole time. I mean, yeah, then it's different. But still, it's like, it's crazy that that was even a thing. I always thought it was like a joke, but no, it's actually true. But no, Jets in five, you know. That's just what I think right there, you know. I mean, the Flames, not knocking them at all. The Flames are a good hockey team, but I like the Jets a whole lot better, to be honest. I feel like they're more talented than the Flames. The Flames, they got their talent, but the Jets are the Jets are better. The Jets, the Jets are definitely a better hockey team and when it comes down to it. But every game is going to be close. And who knows, maybe game five will go to overtime. That would be something, like, to make it a really, like, a long series. And I think the Jets are going to win. That's just what I'm going to say right there. 
So my Western predictions right here for the qualifying rounds, I'm going with the Oilers. Going with the Oilers in four. Coyotes in five. Canucks in three. And Jets in five. Those are my Western Conference qualifying round predictions. And with seeding-wise, I got the Avalanche at number one, the Blues at number two, Vegas at number three, and Dallas at number four. All right, so now let's get to our Eastern Conference qualifying rounds. We'll start off with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Montreal Canadiens. All right, so the Canadiens really, they started the season pretty hot. They really did. But they completely fell off. They completely just, like, fell off a cliff. And we know Price got hurt, and they just really fell off, you know. And they had Kovalchuk for a while. And Kovalchuk was pretty good with the Canadians. Like, not going to lie, he was scoring some pretty big goals. And then they traded him to Washington at the deadline, so he's gone. But, yeah, I mean, he was when he was there, they were making some noise. But they have fallen off the Canadians. You know, they... <laughs> They have, they've had some big leads in games, and they've blown it. I mean, they are definitely the dark horse in the Eastern Conference, like a team that you're not going to expect to win. But I'm going to go Penguins in three. I believe they're going to sweep the Canadians. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to knock, like, Carey Price at all. I feel like he's still going to have a good series, but I don't think the Canadians' offense is really going to show up. That's just my opinion. and It's going to be all on Price. Hey, you can't blame Price, to be honest, if he's going out there and fucking busting his ass. It ain't his fault. But I'm going to go Penguins in three. That's just... I just... mm. Do the Canadians really belong there? I mean, who knows? They could pull off a huge upset and knock off the Penguins. That would be the biggest upset right there in the playoffs. By any team. Easily. But I got Penguins in three. It's... I don't feel like it's going to be close. Because I just don't think the Canadians' offense is going to be able to show up. I don't think so. And their defense, too, they're lacking there as well. And Crosby and Malkin are just going to run right through them. They're just going to, like, run right through them and say, okay, goodbye. That's just, that's just how I see it. It's not like, you know, Penguins and Islanders last year. Because the Islanders, you know, despite lacking offense when you think of it, because the Islanders, like, in a way, we kind of did last year lack offense. Some games we would struggle to score, even this season as well. The Islanders had that defense right there to knock off the Penguins. You know, Pellick and, you know, Pollock and Mayfield and Taves, Letty and Boychuk, you know, we were able to knock them off by defense. And the same guys were scoring the goals. It wasn't like different people. It was like the same guys. But you know what I mean. Like, I think the Canadians, they just lacked that offense right there. And they lacked that defense. But, I mean, hey, nobody thought fucking Columbus was going to beat Tampa last year, and they did. They swept them. I'm not saying the Canadians will sweep the Penguins, but I'm going to be realistic and say the Penguins in three. Because the Canadians, they're not, they're not Columbus. They're not, they're not Columbus from last year. They, they need some help. Like, seriously. Okay, so we get to the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. I'm going to go with Rangers in four. I feel like the Rangers are way more talented than the Carolina Hurricanes. Even though I hate the Rangers, I fucking hate the Rags. But I got to admit, they are a very talented hockey team. You know, after the last couple years of them, you know, sucking, they really have a lot of good talent now. You know, they got Sabanajan. He was like a fucking gem for them. You know, uh, 
they stole Panarin from us. You know, well, he took less money to sign with the Rangers, which is still crazy. But, yeah, Panarin, he's a special kind of talent out there. He's going to be an Islander killer for years to come. <laughs> I mean, and just, you know, I don't want to go off subject, but, you know, and people blame the Islanders for not signing Panarin, but we offered him more money. I think we offered him, like, one more year and more money, and he decided to sign with the Rangers. So you can't blame can't blame the Islanders for that. We offered him more money. It's like the same thing with Leonard. The Islanders offered Leonard an extra year and more money. He took less. Just saying. So you can't blame Lou Lamarillo at all. I mean, come on. But back to the series. Yeah, I got Rangers in four. Like I said, they're way more talented. They got all the talent in the world right now with Savanagen, Panarin, and... We'll see how Capocacco is. He was the second overall pick for the Rangers. He's kind of unknown. This year he was, you know, I watched him play a little bit. He was okay for them. You know, he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to win the call there, obviously. But give him more time. You know, give him more time, you know. He's kind of unknown, though, when you think of it. That's just that's what I'm saying. He's a little bit unknown. You know, maybe this first year he had to get his, you know, he's got to get his feet wet a little bit. Who knows? He could turn out to be a superstar. There's a lot of pressure, though, when, you know, your first year and you're at the guard and, you know, pressure's on. That's the biggest pressure right there. If you're a high overall pick and you're playing in the guard in that same year, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people are in your ears saying, like, oh, now it's all on you, kid. You know, you're at the guard and the media's all over your ass. You know, the people. That's how it is in New York. That's for every New York sport. Every New York sport, that's how it is. But he'll be something. He will. And the Rangers goaltending, you know. I mean, I don't know who's going to start for them. Maybe it's going to be Lundqvist. Because he's, you know, he's going to be in there probably. Which, if I'm the Rangers, I wouldn't do, to be honest. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, Lundqvist's a legend and all. But this season, he looked bad. He's really showing his age out there. He really is. I mean, you have, uh, God, I always like to say his name wrong sometimes. Shosturkin, I think that's how I said his name correctly. I'll just say Igor, Igor. Igor Shosturkin. Fucking big-ass name. <laughs> I don't know if if he'll start, and you also have Georgiev as well. I like Georgiev, to be honest. I actually do. Some Ranger fans, like, don't like him. I like Georgiev. I do. No, seriously. Even though he kills the Islanders, I think he's a really good goaltender. Is he better than Shosturkin? Probably not, because he's he's the cold tenant of the future for the Rangers. Let me tell you, this this kid's something. But it's gonna be kind of hard. I mean, do they run a three man goalie rotation next year? The Rangers is that what they want to do? I just say go with the two man. To be honest, I wouldn't go three man. I, I wouldn't do that. You have to make a decision. Do you get rid of Georgiev or Lundqvist? Because they're not gonna get rid of Igor. They're gonna keep him. Personally, I would give it a long quiz, in my opinion. Because then you have two young goaltenders right there in Igor and Georgiev. There you go. You have two young goaltenders right there. You have two really good goaltenders right there. It's a good rotation right there in goalies. That's all I'm saying. But probably Lundqvist is going to start. And I'm sure if they see any holes in him right away, they're going to take him right out. You know, like, if he does terrible in game one, he probably won't start. But then it's like, who will? 
Or who knows, Lundquist, maybe he'll step up against Carolina. Maybe he will. It's like it almost seems like a last ride for him with the Rangers. Because do I see him on the team next season? Probably, but I think the Rangers should get rid of him after the season. They just should. A lot of Ranger fans want him out. It's kind of like with the Giant fans and Eli. They wanted him out, and they got their wish. But that's what I would do if I was the Rangers. That's what. That's just what I would do. Just saying. But yeah, Rangers in four. All right, so now we get to my New York Islanders against the Florida Panthers. This is going to be an interesting series. I can't wait for tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Be right in front of the TV to watch my Islanders. It's like, oh, here we go, finally. They did sweep. Like the Rangers, they swept the uh, series from the Hurricanes this year. The Islanders did the same thing as the Panthers. Every game was close, though. Every game was close. The Islanders beat them 3-2 in the shootout in October. In November, they beat them 2-1. In December, they beat them 3-1. So every game was close. And all three of those, and two out of those three games, Grice played for uh, for us, and Barlamov played in the first game. So the last two was Grice. There's also the same thing with the Islands right here, saying they might run a three-man goalie rotation next season. That's the rumor I'm hearing, because, you know, you have Barlamov. He's on the contract for three more years after this season. And Grice is a free agent, and they got the white whale, Ilya Sorokin. I mean, personally, I just, I would have, it'd just be Varlamov and Sorokin. That's just what I would do. I feel bad for Christopher Gibson, though, because he's been there longer, and he's just not going to get the chance right there. Let me see, who the hell is calling my phone this early in the morning? Uh, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and we're getting a phone call. All right, it's nobody. Jesus Christ. We're right, doing a fucking episode in the morning. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, somebody calls on the phone. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But, yeah. Um, with the goaltending situation next season for the Islanders, I would have it be Rolamov and Sorokin. I'd let Grice walk, to be honest. You know, the Islanders, they fixed Grice in the 2018-2019 season last year. They fixed him. But, nah, I mean, I, I'd rather it be, you know, Rolamov and Sorokin. And Rolamov's not bad. People are just, you know, they don't treat him as nice because of you know, Leonard and everything. It's like, but... Varlamov's the goalie now. You know, come on, don't give him shit. It's not his fault. He was the best goaltender available after Leonard uh, went to Chicago. People were really mad about that. And Varlamov had a solid season for the Islanders. He was okay. He is older, too. But he was okay, acting like he was fucking terrible. Grice in some games looked pretty bad. I mean, come on. And I thought Varlamov looked good in the exhibition game, and Grice, I thought, looked good in the third period as well against the Rangers on Wednesday. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But Varlamov's going to start. They're not going to go with Grice. Unless, like I said, if you see a hole in them, like you see holes in the goaltender, then they're going to switch. But that's just what I would do. I mean, this season for the Islanders, you know, it was a fun season. Starting off, they had a 17-game point streak, and then they just kind of fell off after that. You know, they seriously did. They were struggling in some games. It's like... It kind of shows for a while. Because you look at the lineups for the Islanders. You know, that third line is just terrible. What we were seeing this year from the third line. They're saying the possible third line could be like Kunako, Pajot, and Broussard. I'm like, I want to throw up after seeing that. The only positive is, you know, fucking Pajot. <laughs> uh, but, ugh. Kunako and Broussard. Ugh. Ugh, get the hell out of here with that. That's why they, 
I really wish they would have traded for Parise. Or I just realized, why wouldn't why is Andrew Ladd not on that third line? Hold on a second. Is he on the fucking roster? <laughs> Hold on. Is is Andrew Ladd even on the postseason roster? I didn't even like check. But yeah, I mean, with this series though overall. Um I'm gonna go with Islanders in four. Islanders in four. And we know the Panthers are definitely looking for um for revenge after 2015-2016 season. But, you know, the whole Trocek and trip. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, Lad is on the roster. I mean, I'd rather Lad fucking play. And so, oh, God, so is Komarov. Ugh. And they actually said the Islands have, like, the oldest playoff roster. That's, that's something. I mean, they do have young guys coming up. It's just, you know, if they had, like, you know, Bellows and Wallstrom on the roster, then it'd be a little bit different. They'd still be an old kind of roster, but... Yeah, that'd be kind of different. They do have an old roster, but like I said, you have Sorokin coming up in the future. The Islanders do have a future coming up. You know, you got Clo- you got Kovia, who's he's kind of unproven. Bellows, I love. Bellows is going to be special. I'm talking about, like, you know, prospect-wise. Wallstrom, he's kind of going to be like, he's going to be like Barzell. In his first season, he struggles, but his second season, he'll be a star. If he gets to play next season, if he gets a spot on the roster, I don't know if he will. And, you, you know, you got Noah Dobson, who, he stepped up a little bit this season. You know, he didn't really play every game because, you know, there's not really a spot for him if everybody's healthy on defense. But, you know, then Boychuk got hurt. And we know Pellet got hurt, too. So, you know, after they brought in Andy Green, there wasn't much playing time for Dobson. But he'll be okay. But will he get a spot next season? That's actually kind of tough to tell. I don't know if they'll get a spot next season unless if the Islanders trade Letty. Or they trade Boychuk. They might might trade both. They might trade both. Because a lot of people like the Noah Dobson, Andy Green line from the Rangers games. They could do that, re-sign Green. They think he's a free agent. And then have Dobson play. That would be something they'll get rid of Letty and Boychuk, though. Letty's really showing his age, and he's just... He's just not a good defender anymore. And Boychuk, we know, is older. Even though Boychuk has pretty... He has stepped up the last couple of seasons under Barry Trotz. But, yeah, I'm not trying to go into a full Islander story. But I'm going to go with Islanders in four. Should be a really fun series. You know, like I said, you know, the Panthers are looking for revenge. The Panthers, they got smacked, though, against the Lightning in that exhibition game. They got fucking smacked around. So the Islanders got to take advantage. Like, Brabowski... Bravosky for the uh, Panthers has just not worked out this year. He's allowed a lot of goals in every game. He just hasn't looked like the same. He hasn't looked like the same guy that he was back in you know Columbus. He looked really good out there in Columbus. He was something. He was some star. But with Florida, that contract might kill them right there. He's got six years to go. I think he's got like sixty million left on his contract as well because he's getting paid like ten million a year. That contract might hurt the Panthers. Oh man. That's that might hurt them. That definitely might hurt them. Who knows? But yeah, I'm gonna go with Islanders in four. So now our last uh, uh, qualifying round, we got the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs. So a lot of people kind of call me crazy for this, but I'm gonna go with the Columbus Blue Jackets in five. People have thought I'm really crazy for it, but the reason why I'm saying that is because John Tortorella is behind the bench. That's why. You know, 
he doesn't get enough credit for being a really good coach, John Torello, being one of the best coaches ever. He seriously is. I'm not putting him like on a pedestal with other great coaches, but I'm just saying he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. He seriously is. Look how Columbus swept Tampa last year. With any other coach, that doesn't happen. Tortorella fucking set them straight after they, after they were down 3 nothing in the first period. He set them fucking straight and said, let's go. And they came back and won. That's what they did. Tortorella set you fucking straight. And yeah, they lost in the second round to the Bruins last year. But let's be honest, nobody was going to beat the Bruins unless it was the Stanley Cup final against the, with the Blues. That's That's it. But he really sets people straight, Tortorella. Great coach in Tampa, great coach for the Rangers, great coach for, well, not really Vancouver, well, he only coached for one year in Vancouver, and that was a disaster, but he's coached really good with Columbus. You know, he's really turned them around. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have the talent that they had last year with Panarin, you know, Duchesne. You know, they lost a lot of talent. Uh, Barbosky as well. I always, say, I always say his name his name wrong, too. But, yeah, I mean, you just can't doubt him. You can't doubt him. I'm not saying they're going to go out there and sweep Toronto. They're going to beat them in five. Toronto will get a couple wins, like I said. And overall, Toronto has really good talent as well. They got probably one of the best offenses in the league, maybe even the best, with Matthews, Tavares, Marner. That's probably the best offense. Actually, no, it is the best offense in the NHL. But Tortorelli's got that defensive mind right there. Will it be enough to beat Tortorella's defensive mind? We'll have to wait and see. But I think Columbus is going to win. They're going to win in five. A lot of people have thought, like, oh, no, that's crazy. There's no way it's going to happen. Toronto's going to run right through with them. I'm like, all right, you just wait and see. I'm not going to say anything. You just wait and see. Just wait and see. You're not, I, I'm not going to doubt Tortorella. Because Tortorella's got a great fucking mind. He's one of the best minds in the NHL, coaching-wise. He knows what the hell he's doing. And he's going to really set these guys straight. If he sees a fucking you know, flaw in them in the first game, he's going to set their asses straight. He's that kind of coach. He don't give a shit what year it is. He will fucking set you straight. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's one of those guys that are like, no, I don't care if you're fucking sensitive or not. I'm going to set you fucking straight. It's just how it is. But all right, guys. You know, I hope you guys do, do enjoy this episode right here. So my Eastern Conference... Predictions, uh, seeding-wise. Let me actually think what it was again. Um, oh, my God. Phone rings again. It's fucking, like, quarter after eight in the morning. Like, I don't get fucking people. It's so early in the morning. Who the fuck calls at this time? All right. So, with the Eastern Conference, you know, with the seeding-wise, I got the Bruins still at number one. I got the Capitals at number two. The Lightning at number three. And the Flyers still at number four. And with qualifying rounds, I got the Penguins in three over the Canadians. I got the Rangers in four over the Hurricanes. The Islanders in four over the Panthers. And the Blue Jackets in five over the Maple Leafs. So this is going to be fun. Tomorrow, I can't wait. I might cry because I've missed hockey for so long. It's my favorite sport. And I'm ready for it now. So now it's time to go. All right, guys. So I hope you guys do enjoy this episode right here. I'm actually going to do another episode later. We know tomorrow will be my Friday night SmackDown review. It'll be my Friday night uh, SmackDown review tomorrow afternoon. And you guys might be wondering when when will my next NHL episode be. I'll do like when the first round begins, I'll be doing my predictions for that round. And I'll talk about reviews from the playoff series you know, during that episode. 
But yeah, so later on, I'll be doing an episode about LaShawn McCoy signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And tomorrow afternoon will be my Friday Night SmackDown review. Okay, when we talk to you guys, we got some more sports coming up. Talk about later. Hope you guys have a good day today. Uh, episode probably be out like maybe early this afternoon, I would say. That's most likely when I'll do it. When I'll do it. So, till then, hope you guys are safe and healthy. I'll talk to you guys in a little while.